Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. So this global experience that we've had was such an incredible lesson in so many ways, right? And we don't have to list that because that'll take hours and hours to break it all down. But one of the things that it really put a halt to, and I mean just a sort of sudden stop, was our 3D life. Now, it's not to say we weren't experiencing third-dimensional reality because there was fear everywhere, right? There was polarity everywhere. No one was really happy. Everyone was miserable. Not everyone sort of welcomed the quiet time that had been forced upon us. But what happened in that sudden lockdown, we were forced to not only go inside, literally, and stay in our homes, but we were forced to sit with the nothing. We weren't really able to explore or understand what was going to happen next. So we have been mourning, if you will, in many ways during that time, the end of our lives as we knew it. It was all about the life I knew I had before this is over and I will never get it back And yet I'm going to be free falling because I have no idea how to ground now. And I cannot anticipate what's to come. When you move from one thing to another, whatever that is, the grief that comes with it still exists. Mm -hmm. Whether it is because you're losing something familiar and you're walking into the unknown. Mm -hmm. Whether it is because now things are unpredictable or whether it is as simply is that you're grieving the person that you were, regardless of whether you want to be someone different. Yeah. But there was a part of me that really wanted to resist it. Oh, yeah, because, because you don't like change. Oh, my you're God, not. change is my worst. <laughs> I run toward it. You run away from it. <laughs> yeah. I really don't like change. And I really, you know, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't, you know, I want to know what's happening next or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was just one of those things where I remember thinking to myself, the world will never be the same as we know it. Everyone's fears were coming up in a really strong way. So Big time. <laughs> whatever your core fear was, it was being manifested in front of you. So for me, it was, you know, the idea that I was going to maybe be alone forever, locked in my house. For others, it was the economy falling. For others, it was I might not um, be able to protect my kids. Like Whatever the fears were coming up, we were all having to like face them head on. And it wasn't yeah. easy no. in many and, ways. And it all kind of boiled down to, of course, as we always discuss, is the I am not good enough. But what was being cut for all of us were the kite strings, all the ways in which we connected to our 3D reality in order to make it work for us. All the ways in which we tried to create a life of security because we felt so insecure. The things that changed my life forever Mm -hmm. happened in a split second. Yeah. And from one moment to the next, my life was totally different. Whether it was someone I really cared about that passed away or whether it was, a, you know, a breakup or a makeup or a, anything. The big things that happened, happened so quickly. And then we were left picking up the pieces and starting anew. Oh, completely. And one of the reasons it's so sudden, or, you know, one of the reasons it was so sudden and why these things, you know, tend to happen on a big scale, sort of seemingly overnight or split second, as you will, is because we're not used to change. We're not seeking change. And so when we have to grow 
it has to happen fast or we won't be okay with it because we continually resist it. When we're sort of looking for the next thing, when we're trying to imagine life after the fact or after the experience, we're still facing nothing. Because we just don't know. You, we just don't know, but we're not wired to not know, yeah. right? Our 3D existence told us that we needed to be doing stuff. We needed to be productive. We needed to work. We were not allowed or we were limited in what we could do around all of that. And then it kind of came to them, what do we have to show for our lives? We haven't created new relationships, maybe. We haven't created new, we haven't, what have we achieved in this time? And then all of a sudden, what happened is our values to what achievement meant almost shifted as well. So instead of being able to do 7,000 things, sometimes the achievement was just getting through the fucking day. (laughs) I managed to get to the grocery store. (laughs) Yeah. Or sometimes the achievement was, you know, I made a cake or... You know, I didn't cry today. Or baked bread. Like everyone seemed to yeah. be baking bread. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are. And then for Sorry. me, it was definitely also like the emotional. Hilarious. Because, you know, my always, my issue has always been too much time to think, I create a story. Mm-hmm. It's always been my issue. So the way my biggest coping mechanism was always being busy. Because that way I didn't have to deal with anything that was actually going on. Yeah, because you, you shut off your mind, right? Yeah, you exactly. You shut off your mind. Yeah. Because my mind is, is in many ways my biggest asset and also my biggest enemy. Well, my mind gets biggest, in the way of my mouth. Our greatest virtues are often our biggest enemies, right? When you're in a lockdown, I can't keep as busy as I would like. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts are ever-present. And the stories that they want to create about my experiences are ever-present too. And that's what I found really interesting because I had to learn to sit with my mind. Hmm. And that was something that if it wasn't for the quiet of the isolation, I would never have been able to do. In this emptiness, Mm -hmm. our mind wants to fill it with stories. And often it wants to fill it with fearful stories. Well, it will because we haven't dealt with our fears. So everything that's going to come up if we haven't dealt with our fears is always going to be some extension of that fear. And then that's the thing. So, And obviously one of the biggest fears that we all have is we must be productive. We must be creating. We must be doing. Our views on what achievement was is Mm -hmm. changed. Our sense of the shoulds, the woulds, the rights, the wrong, what you are striving for and what you are trying to create, it all got upended. And really we were left with what's going to get me through this day? What's going to make me feel at peace? What experience can I follow with my heart? And there are no rules apart from what feels right to me because that's it. That's all there is. Mm -hmm. And I found that, you know, that's really 5D and we literally got thrust into it. Our fears are coming up. We're dealing with them. We're facing them. We're moving past them. We're seeing how quickly we can move past them and Mm -hmm. how quickly we can change from one week to the next as a human being in our core, you know, from the inside out, our fears are being extinguished. That's what we get to bring out of this in the most positive way is how by going inside, we get to create our lives fresh, right? We get, we do get a new start. That is the biggest upside coming out of that experience, the blank slate we got to create. And that's what you just referred to, right? That everything that you're experiencing and all that light and all that healing you did internally, you're excited to be able to bring that to your external world. Everything that we've been teaching 
on these podcasts has been about how your perception of who you are, your fears, your karma, your self-worth is being reflected back at you and your experiences. From a psychological perspective, it's kind of how you interpret things, it's how you see things, it's the stories you write around it, which are going to be backing up your crap. Mm-hmm. And then also from a spiritual perspective, it's trying to get you to wake up so you can choose yourself. You can yeah. choose your power and you can live in it. And the more in which you work on the inside, the more in which your external changes. All I see is potential and possibility. And that's what we're meant to. And that's really what this episode is about, is to understand that after the love is gone, right? When our relationship with 3D and we are faced with the sort of nothing, is that all that resides is potential. And what we're doing right now, what we've been allowed to do, what we were gifted the time to do, is to go within and figure out what do I want my life to look like? Not necessarily tomorrow, but really, what do I want it to look like a year from now? Can I start choosing the bits of my life that I want to keep, choosing the bits of my life that I want to change in some way, and choosing the bits of my life that I'm ready to just leave? And that's exactly what we're meant to be doing right now and for the rest of the year. Because, you know, we've been worker bees, right? We've, we've, it's been all about doing and doing and doing whatever it took to get ahead or to build a life or buy that house or, you know, whatever. But now it is, it's the like, really, how can I make the most of what's going to bring me joy? It's going to be a slow movement. It's going to require a bit of patience because it's still going to take a while for 3D to really go. The reason why it can't really come in now and why we just get to play with the idea of it is because that it does really require that we be different people than we are at the moment. And you don't get to be a different person by just saying, I'm a different person. And you don't, just as much as we don't get to create change, just by saying, I want change to happen. So really what this time is about, it's about developing in order to build that foundation for fifth dimensional oneness consciousness. So we do that, first of all, by understanding that fifth dimensional oneness consciousness is all about creatorship. We are the ones who have the power to create our reality. In third dimensional consciousness, we didn't have that power. We were merely responding and reacting to a structure that already existed, where there were all these rules or assumptions made around the rules of society, and we were just going to find our place in it. Whereas in fifth dimensional oneness consciousness, We all have a place and it is all one. And it is from that space of creatorship where our internal world is being expressed in our external world. We can only do this once we are in our power, which is why seasons one and two were about coming into our power, but we can only come into our power once we've divested ourselves of our fear, of our karma, of our pain, of our trauma. So that way, if our internal world is really expressed in our external world, we weren't just expressing all of our shit. So that's what this entire time of, you know, early 2020 has been about. Healing the internal so we can have a healed external. But we are not going to see this all really play out differently in our physical realm until about 2022. What are we looking for? What what do you mean by that? Is it that our external won't reflect our internal until 2022? It means that all the stuff that we have been preparing ourselves for, we're not really going to see examples or instances 
on a global level of it playing out until 2022. The experience of the virus and the subsequent lockdown that people experienced and all the trauma that it created for people, it's going to take people a while to really heal that. So we are just going to be in these spaces where we'll have brackets of like, oh, look, things look different. But also, things also seem very much the same. There will be enough fallouts that we are not going to really see all the benefits really playing out fully for a while. And that's what we mean by 2022. So then how can we better prepare to see the results we need in order to live our lives fully? Oh my gosh. Deal with your fear. Become as fearless as possible. The more you divest yourself of your fears, the more options you have to act because you're not so scared anymore of doing certain things for whatever reason. So you're more free. So therefore, you're you're able to follow the joy more. You're able to do what makes you feel good more. You're able to do what makes you happy more. And when we talk about purpose, purpose is the thing that brings you joy. Purpose is the thing that feels good. Purpose mm-hmm. is the thing that you follow the feeling and you create a world from it. Mm-hmm. So the more you divest yourself from this world of shoulds and woulds and rights and wrongs, and you're able to kind of just be and allow yourself to do what feels right, do what feels good, do what brings you peace, the more you'll create your purpose or more you'll live your purpose as a byproduct of that. This has been one of the most beautiful, painful, weird ass times because we've been forced to confront all our shit, which has been horrific, mm-hmm. but we've also been able to see how much freer we are when we come out the other side because we we relied we we were programmed to rely on third dimensional rules and the structure of it all for our survival and one thing that the period with the virus and the lockdown taught us is how complacent we had become within that structure because we weren't necessarily just letting everyone else make decisions for us completely completely but there are those who are going to be like, who are part of the story, who don't have the luxury necessarily to sit there and be like, oh, I am the agent of my life and I can create this new world because they're very much stuck in a particular story that keeps them imprisoned and stuck in a particular karmic loop. And to that, the important message is that for all the temporary relief that is being offered, the big takeaway from all of this is where was that point of disempowerment? It did not begin with the virus. It merely highlighted it. Where the story of disempowerment has been going on and on and on. And yes, there are people who have been in those positions, but I'll tell you right now, depending on other people to get us out of it was always the big mistake. And that was one of the biggest lies to come out of 3D and is what made us so comfortable and complacent in it was that someone else was going to save me. Someone else was my hero. And we discussed this in season two in terms of spiritual maturity and why it's so important that we come into our power was because we were not here. We did not come into our lives for other people to take care of us. We've been seeing that everywhere now. And that's the question that needs to keep being asked over and over again. When you don't feel like you're getting what you want, where you still feel scared, it's where am I giving this idea or Mm -hmm. this person my power? So to bring it back to dating for love and action, if it's, oh, because of the lockdown, I didn't get to meet a partner. I'm still single. I won't be happy until I meet a partner. What you're really saying is, 
I am giving all my power for joy and happiness to someone else. Or to this idea of somebody. You know, anything in which we have constantly sublimated ourselves, sublimated our power, given ourselves over in order to get back, what we now see are just pretty much crumbs. Because ultimately, no one was ever going to save us. Really, we've been forced to learn in this time. And what we've been forced to grieve is the fact that we didn't think we were capable of doing that. Yes, very much. And what we're being forced to embrace is the fact that we are more powerful in creating our own joy than anyone else. Even our closest family, friends, partners, governments, religions, we are still more powerful in making our own choices and creating our own joy. And that is what we're having to reconcile. Mm-hmm. And that is what this time is given us so that we can actually embrace it. Because how amazing we are the ones that can create our own joy. We are the ones that can create our lives. We are the ones that can make those choices. And only when we make those choices are we able to really experience that joy. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's, it can be scary and it can be a bit painful, but it's also so empowering and so cool. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.